Welcome to Family Financial Views from University of Illinois Extension. Welcome, everyone. We are so happy to have you on for another episode of our podcast. I'm Kamaya Walls-Bichard, and I'm joined by my colleague, Kathy. How are you doing today, Kathy? I'm good, Kamaya. Happy to have this chance to talk with you again. Yes, thank you. You know, we know that there's been a lot on your minds about price increases and managing like your credit and your borrowing during this time. And so we wanted to focus a little bit on credit, you know, managing credit and also too with talking about what's going on in our world, what's going on in our economy with like inflation. And so even though Kathy and I were, we're, we're, personal finance educators, we do not consider ourselves experts on inflation, but we absolutely think that it is important to us as educators to talk a little bit about what's going on and, you know, focus somewhat on managing your credit and understanding like your credit scores and report during this time. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's one of those things where a lot of times we're going along and all of a sudden something shifts in our economy. Mm -hmm. And right now we're seeing a shift with inflation rates going up or at least being higher. And we're also seeing that interest rates are going up. And these can be really frustrating things as you try to manage your daily life. And also maybe a little frustrating if you don't have a good grasp on what they mean for Mm -hmm. us. And, you know, looking around at things and Anna Maria Lasardi and her work on financial literacy, which she's done so much over the years, really states clearly that she feels like there's three main things that it's important for people to know to make informed financial decisions. And one of them, it really is just understanding the numbers behind interest rate calculations and understanding the concept of interest compounding. And then the other two are understanding inflation and risk diversification in investing and other things. And it hit me because I was like, oh my gosh. And here we're asking people to deal Mm -hmm. in a different way with two out of three of these dealing with inflation and interest rates. And so, wow, that's just Mm -hmm. a lot. So, you know. I know. So I thought, come on, maybe you you could just kind of think in your daily life, are you having to use these concepts to make decisions? And before I jump into that question, I should also say, just as a reminder, really, when we say inflation, what we're talking about is it's a way of measuring how prices are increasing. And that's what it is. It isn't some black ball thing. It's just a way for us to talk about the fact that, oh, prices are going up and my dollar doesn't buy as much. Yes, that purchasing power is not what it used to be. So when I think about this for even like what I see in my community and how my household is currently affected by, you know, the price increases, I look at things that I know a lot of our listeners can relate to, like with your food, like personal care things that you're paying for with seeing like those increases. And one that I've been looking at recently are airline tickets. You know, with the pandemic, there hasn't been a lot of travel. So I haven't seen family in a long time, like extended family. And so my family and I are looking at airline tickets for traveling to go see family. And these prices, as some of you might know, are very high. And so for us, like looking at different ways in how we can travel. So whether it is deciding to travel by vehicle or, you know, hope that the prices go down and shop around for different opportunities to be able to go visit family. So this has been one that I've been focused on lately, but over the last few months, you know, seeing those hikes and like food prices and knowing that my $5 won't go as far as it used to go. Those have been some concerns um, for us and things that I've heard, you know, in programs and talking with other people. 
Yeah, I would agree. Things like travel prices, food prices, things that are related to energy costs Mm -hmm. would be another one I would throw out there that's been hitting our family. And one that was in the news and so kind of caught my attention as I was preparing for this podcast is the rising costs of cars and other vehicles. We've really seen some big increases. In fact, some of this is due to supply shortages, some maybe due to other factors, but no matter what, what they call the consumer price index for cars, which is again, just a measure of how much they cost relative to other things have increased for used cars and trucks has increased 40% since January, 2021 and 12% for new cars. And that 40% for used cars really jumped out at me because for many families and people, I think being able to have access to buy a used mm-hmm. car that's running to get you to work is really important. And 40%, ooh, that that's is a lot. very high, yes. And along with that, to just make it all that much more painful, we're also seeing that the loan rates for auto loans are also going up. So not only are people faced with higher costs, but then if they take out a loan, there's going to be higher interest rates in that loan. And in fact, if you don't have a really good credit score, but you have a lower credit score, what we might call the average subprime auto loan, but basically think lower credit score. Right now, interest rates are ranging between 9 and 20% annually. So this is getting to be a very large expense, monthly mm-hmm. expense for families if they're trying to buy a used car. And mm-hmm. just, again, kind of comes back around to that. When we see inflation, we just start seeing that it's harder and harder for households to make all their costs and have that. So when we see like these changes in like the auto lending market based on like exactly what Kathy's saying with inflation. So we're looking at different things that has caused disruption in like being able to supply vehicles. And so, you know, with like these constraints on new vehicle production and the demands for used vehicles, all of those, of course, can drive up the cost and have that increase in like what we're seeing with those interest rates. And so this is where the credit score piece, you know, your credit history comes in as we're leading more into like this discussion. Yes, exactly. So rather than just give you a lot of bad news that you probably already (laughs) were recognizing, we did want to talk about you know, when there's so many things that are out of our individual control, what can we do? Yes. And this is where, as Kamaya was saying, we may need to go back and refocus on some of our good financial practices that sometimes, you know, might slide a little bit as mm-hmm. you get caught up in other things. And one, Kamaya talked about a little bit already, and that is taking that time to do some comparison shopping. So for example, if you're shopping for a car, comparing different kinds of cars or types or levels, of fanciness could be to your advantage. And then also comparing your auto loan options so that you could hopefully find as low as possible. And that's so important now too, because with the car market right now or vehicle market, there are lots that you do have to put your name on a waiting list. So there are ways that you can shop around without putting up a lot of money up front with just like learning more about what is available to you and when it might be available. For some people, they probably have a car that is dying or, you know, they need a new vehicle right now or a used vehicle right now. So you have to make a choice really fast. But if you do have like a little bit of time 
time, just like Kathy's saying, do that comparison shopping, you know, find out from like these different lenders, these dealerships, like what's the process right now? Because a lot of changes have happened since I last bought a car. So think about like, you know, how your experience right now with shopping for a car might be a little bit different than it was even two years ago. And I think the added pressure, because there aren't a lot of cars available, Mm -hmm. of having to make a fast decision when a car does become available means it's even more important to have gone through that process of what can I afford? What do I really need? What do I want? And being ready to have like sorted all that out so that when the time comes to make a choice, you know exactly where you can go and where you maybe shouldn't go in terms Mm -hmm. of costs. And there is a really nice worksheet from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau called the comparing auto loans. And we'll put that in the podcast notes so you can get right to that worksheet online if that's something that would be useful to you. So comparison, we know that that can help people It takes a little extra work, but it's a good strategy to keep in mind. Another thing we wanted to address is revisiting your credit reports and making sure everything is accurate and then, you know, working to improve your credit score. Because if you raise your credit score, then you're likely to get a better loan interest rate, which will overall save you quite a bit of money. And, you know, again, not necessarily as much fun as planning a trip, improving your credit score, but can lead to more fun things down the road. So something to think about. And we realize that there's a lot of myths out there that kind of hold us back. And so I thought talking about a couple of those might be helpful for people. Because again, let's take control of what we can control and I'll know we're doing the best we can. Yeah. So do you have a favorite credit card myth, I credit do. score myth? So, you know, I love what Gabby just said too, with in the time where it just feels like there's so much coming at you, you know, what are some things that you can do right now in your life? What are some things that will help you build on what you want to achieve? And when it comes to like checking and understanding your credit score, that is an important piece. But there are a lot of misconceptions around what will or will not improve or affect your credit score. So we want to touch a little bit on this, of course. So one of my favorite one is a myth that says checking your credit report will hurt your credit score. And this, of course, is a myth. So the fact is, when you get like your free annual credit report, it will not, I repeat, it will not affect your credit scores. It is an important tool for you to see the information that is on your credit report so that you can check for accuracy and to make sure that things are up to date. And you, of course, can access your free credit report at annualcreditreport.com. And what this does for you, it gives you some power as a consumer to know what you can expect when you are in the process of obtaining like new credit. And so this is a very, very empowering tool for you and one that we teach about and one that we do encourage you to to focus on to some degree. How about you, Kathy? Well, I think the one that is always so controversial and difficult to get people to believe is there's a fear that if, you know, you shop around for different loan offers. So let's say you've got a car, you're about ready to go pay for it, and you're shopping around for different car loans or home mortgage loans. People worry that shopping around will hurt their credit report and score, and it doesn't need to. So if you shop around within a short amount of time, somewhere, and I read different numbers, but between Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has one article that says 14 to 45 days, I think 14 to 21 days would be super safe. Within that time period, it should just count as one 
hard inquiry. So not a hard inquiry for each loan application. Now, if you put in a loan inquiry like once a month, let's see if this month my credit score brings down my, that will start to hurt your credit score, but keep them tight. The amount that you're likely to save by having done that comparison should offset any decrease that you might see in your credit score. So I still highly advocate shopping around for loans. I have another one. And those okay. are one too, Kathy. So there's one myth that says carrying a balance on your credit cards will improve your credit score. That is a myth. So, you know, one of the best ways to improve your credit score and to maintain a good credit score is to pay off your credit cards in full every month. And we understand that lots of different situations um, individuals are in and households are in. And sometimes people do the best they can to pay that down each month, but it doesn't always work out that way. But our goal and, you know, when we teach is for you, if you have like that capability to pay it off in full each month or pay more more than that minimum balance, because that will help you, you know, pay it down faster. And if you're looking for ways to like improve your credit score overall, staying on top of that is a very good one. Yes. I think that's another great example. And so really what we're saying is in order to take as much control of the external inflation and interest rates going up, take time to do things that matter for you, like comparison shopping and improving your credit score as much as you can. So improving your credit score, really the best ways is make those bill payments on time. And as Kamaya was just saying, pay down your debt and get it as pay down as low as you can. Um, you also want to make sure you have checked your credit report, make sure there's no errors in it, get those cleaned up. And then, you know, before you take out a new credit card, stop and think, do you need this or not? Because expanding that could also come back to costing you down the road. But it is an interesting world right now. It's an interesting <laughs> financial world. Mm -hmm. And we each have to take a look at our own lives and see where do we want to put our time, energy, and money. But it is a good time to start thinking about what can I do that will help my household's costs and expenses if we're entering a time where inflation is going to be higher than we're used to. Yeah. And in households right now, you know, going back to our wonderful family feud theme, you know, for a lot of households, there might be different conversations that's going on around inflation and what is currently going on in our economy. And with focusing on how you can manage like your credit reports and, and view your credit reports, it's an important piece when you have any kind of like disagreements in your household on how you should be managing things right now. So as we're all trying to figure out what's going on, making sure that you are taking care of yourself and you are having like open conversations with other household members, if you have any issues related to how to manage your household finances during this time. Yes, totally. And it's interesting because sometimes you're in a pattern, you know, my husband and I've been married a long time. And so sometimes a wake up call when I'm like, well, that's what it costs now. You need, you're not out there doing the shopping as much, <laughs> but those are the prices. So keeping everybody informed about what's mm -hmm. happening can also be a piece of that conversation. Well, thank you, Kamaya, for having this interesting conversation and thinking about, you know, what can we do within our own control? And your feedback is always so valuable. So yeah, thank you for putting this together. You know, when it comes to the inflation discussion, it's a lot of informal conversations that we've been having, either as colleagues or with family members. So I'm very glad to have this discussion with you. You know, we just gave a brief kind of overview. And if you are interested 
interested in learning more about the current state of our economy as it relates to inflation, we do have an upcoming Get Savvy session focusing on rising prices and inflation. We will provide the link to that in the notes for the podcast. So if you are interested in signing up, if you can attend the live webinar, that will be great. But if you can't, there will be recordings available afterwards. So once you register, you will be able to get access to all that information. So it's a complex topic. There's a lot of questions around it. So there are other experts who will, of course, be sharing their knowledge about inflation and how you as an individual, as a household can manage during this time. Thank you and hope everybody has a great day. Thanks, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Family Financial Feuds. If you'd like to learn more about the educators, Extension in Illinois, or just personal finance in general, you can check us out on the web at www.retirewell.illinois.edu.